Good morning, everyone. I'm going to first pray. I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for this morning. I thank you that everything that's been done and said of people this morning just speaks a lot about the culture trait that I'm going to be talking about this morning. Um, but yeah, just, just, Lord, just bless this time. Thank you. Okay, so we've had, this is, this is the end of our vision and um, culture um, traits of the church um, block. Uh, and we've seen that um, in our vision section that we are a church that are wanting to see his presence. His presence. I'm, okay, I'll do that again. We're a church that wants to see his presence, um, and we want to know what is about, and we want to be their hope. So sharing the love of Jesus with people. And we've also heard about culture traits of integrity, walking the walk. We've heard about generosity, using our talents for his kingdom. And last week, about courage. And today I'm going to be talking about the culture trait of a culture, building a culture of honour within the church. Now, all these, all these culture traits, don't, don't be thinking they're not there. This is why the leadership have decided to, to do these. No, no, they're, they're, all bits of them are in there, but it's just emphasising them and encouraging people to, to realise that actually, just to encourage one another, that all these cultures and all these visions and values what we want to see in this church more and more, and you can never get enough of them. Okay, you can never you can never get enough generosity, integrity. You can't get enough courage. You know, you, you can't get enough of honour. You know, these are things that we just keep having to 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 encourage one another in. So I'm going to start reading, and this isn't a passage for those that are writing notes. Okay, you'll see why in a second. 1 Peter 2.17. Okay, it says, Honour everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honour the emperor. <laughs> End of my talk. If you want me to go on, say, you want me, yeah, say something, say, Phil, go. Leave it there. <laughs> Thank you, some of you. Uh, oh no, I'm dishonoured. Uh, uh, wait. Okay, so actually, the, the passage that I'm going to be preaching from... <laughs> is, um, if you want to turn your Bibles to Romans 12, and we're going to go 1 to 10, but you'll see uh, number 10 is where I'm going to concentrate on. Okay, so I'm hearing flickering, flicking, so I'm going to, I'm going to start. Um, ready? Yeah. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, And the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. 
Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honour. And that is where we're going to concentrate. The, actually, we're almost going to concentrate on the second bit of that. Not that I don't want you to love each other. But outdo one another in showing brotherly, uh, in, in showing honour. But the two are linked. You can't get away from love and honour. There's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no break there. So first, I'm going to just... What is honour? The word here means... To, to, to highly respect, greatly esteem, and greatly value. Okay, that is the word honour in this passage. And sometimes it's quite helpful to know what the opposite of that is. Hopefully a lot of you know what the dishonour is the opposite. And this means to bring shame on disgrace or fail to respect one another. Now, what does this, the, first, the first point or the first part of the, the talk today is what does a culture of honour look like? What does it look like? And it, and it looks like this. It looks like a people who, who look for the good in people and, it, and not the bad. That this is what honour is about. Honour takes out the bad. Not, not saying that as a people we don't encourage one another, get alongside one another and you know, help one another if bad things happen. But today we're talking about honour. And actually honour is honouring the, the good, finding the good in people, finding... The, the grace given to us, that is what it's about. It's showing no partiality. There, there's, there's, there's this passage in James 2 that you'll be familiar with about a rich man and a poor man in, in, in rags walking into the church building. And it says, kind of, who do you show more honour to? Everyone gets around, gives him a place of honour in the church building, like at the front, because he's got, you know, fine linens on and and another guy walks in and they don't honour him as much. Well, actually, it just speaks to us about partiality. We should know, show no partiality. And, yeah, this may sound really strange, but when we were in the worship time, I felt really convicted of something that I'd done today. Like, um, and it was about this. It was, it was an, I put this, this shirt on today because I'm standing here. Okay, I'm not saying that as, as preachers we shouldn't, you know, wear shirts. But it was really hot today and I was going to wear a T-shirt. And, and I was just like, I've got to wear a shirt. And this shirt doesn't really fit me that well either. I, I was like, in worship, look, look at this. I can't even really lift my hands. I bought it ages ago when I was probably slimmer. And it has short, short sleeves. And I, I'm going I'm to leave you for a couple of moments because I just felt so... on the tape I'm going to I'm going to go over there so you can't see me because I don't want to but I'm going to take it off and put my t-shirt on okay and what I'm getting at here is actually how we honor people isn't by their outward appearance at all okay so I'm, I'm not really into gimmicks too much but I just felt convicted about this so I'm going to go off really quickly <laughs>
preachers wear shirts. But there, I just felt so convicted. I was like crying. I was like, why, God, did you did I think so highly that I had to wear a shirt this morning? Like, to be esteemed by you guys, to be, like, to get your honour. And actually, I will stand here again, hopefully, God willing, and in a shirt. And it's not about that. It was just this morning, I just felt like I had to wear a shirt because I'm in front of people, so they feel like they, they, I'm esteemed. But anyway, moving on. So, actually... Do we count past sins, past actions against one another in showing honour in this building? Do we, do we, do we, um, that is not a culture trait of honour. We don't honour people because they're, they're, you know, they've done this, therefore, actually, whenever they do something, you kind of think of that. Actually, no. This is about showing no, absolutely no partiality in the way we honour. And, yeah. Would Christ do that? Would Christ show more or less honour to us because of the amount of sin that is in our lives? We'll get to that later. That's in um, section number two. And I'm just going to read this. Honour everyone no matter what. And it's from 1 Corinthians 12, 22 to 24. Do you know, if you want to do a study on the body of Christ and how many times it mentions it and what it's all about. It's such a beautiful um, bit, the whole of uh, 1 Corinthians 12. But it says, on the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honourable, we bestow the greater honour. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. Okay, let us not be a church. And like I said at the beginning, I'm not saying that we are a church. I'm just saying let's just let this not be ever ebb its way back into your thinking that someone deserves more honour because, or less honour because they've done something in your eyes. They've done something against you or that's dishonourable or whatever. Because honour doesn't give us an opt-out in this area. Honour doesn't say you can honour some people um, and not honour someone else because of what they've done. Honour looks at the good and not the bad. Um, and it also, it leads to an inclusive body. It builds people up. We are together honoured and we feel honoured. And it's not just these moments at the front where people stand up and people pray for them and stuff. It's actually about looking out I'm, I'm kind of going on to my last point but it's about going out there isn't it and like looking for things that are honorable and just commending people and standing by people and no matter what and I was talking to a friend last night I'm going completely off track now I'll, I'll go to this bit at the end anyway but I was talking to a friend last night and it, it just it dawned on me that this whole bit in Corinthians here where it says you know different parts and some people it's like, it's, it's that coin, that lady with the coin giving all she had and the people that had a lot to give and just gave some of it. Actually, it's that sense that for some people here, coming here on a Sunday morning, just turning up to be with the people of God is as honourable, if not far more honourable, because that's what you can do. You, you don't have, maybe, you don't have skills in other areas, but actually that is far more honourable than even me standing here talking to you. Because of that, you know, it's, it's a different way of thinking about honour. 
you know. So um, get back on track. Um, the culture of honour looks like this as well. Honour, we honour, honouring not to receive it. Do not go out to receive honour. You go out to give it. Okay. Um, and this is a lesson from marriage. And even if you're not married, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, getting man points. Okay. We often in marriage, it's thrown around. I know we can joke about it, but sometimes it can. You know, you know I've done this, therefore I'm in your good books. No, no, I've done this because I want to honour you. I don't want to get anything. That, that is not, don't let that get into our thinking either. And the marriage ceremony goes like this. With my body, I honour thee. And I know a lot of people talk about sex in that regard and use it to talk about um, health, um, healthy relations. But actually, with the whole body in marriage, it's talking about honouring in every way. And I've been guilty of that. I've you know, it's kind of gone, oh, I've done this now. It's your turn. No, as we will see for the next point, that is not what this passage talks about in um, Romans 12, 10. Because actually, the most important point that I'm going to get across today is that we are going to be a people, we're going to be a culture of outdoers. We are going to be outdoing one another in showing honour. Now that word outdo also means to prefer. It means to prefer honouring people than to be honoured. Okay, that is the culture trait that we're getting in there. And we've seen a lot of it this morning. We have been honouring, we've been lift, praying for people. But actually, we're going to be a people of outdoers. We're going to outdo, and it's not a competition. We're not like, yes, I've outdone you. Then it's completely not honouring at all, is it? <laughs> like, it it's about just realising that you, you, yeah, you can never outdo somebody. So the moment someone honours somebody, you know, so, uh, there, there's more honour. That can be that we can. There's more words that you can say to people. You know, it's finding the little things that people do in this church body as a community. And I will go on to talk about honouring outside of the church. This is mainly in the church on one another. But yeah, let's let's try and prefer honouring others than receiving honour or waiting. You know, waiting for that moment where you've done lots of things and gone. Where's my kind of ceremony? Where's my thanks for this? No, just keep going. Um, but honour will come. Okay, the second point. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, second point. Honouring is being Christ-like. Now, the picture of, of Christ on the cross, the most honourable died in the most dishonourable way for the unhonourable, that is us. That, that is the Christ we want to be more like. He, the, the, the amount of dishonour he, he took on the cross to give us, bring us honour, to, to change us from being an old creation of, of n- n- impossible to honour God, wanting to dishonour him, to then being a new creation, new creations where actually we, we have the ability to honour him and honour one another. And it's only in Christ, only by his dishonour that we have this. Honor. And that, that can, that, I want that to get into our, our culture more than it is now. Not that it's, I'm not going to make apologies. You know what I said at the beginning about um, it's not that we're not honourable uh, to one another now. But you know, this, I want this to penetrate all of our, our, the way we think. That actually, when it comes to thinking, slipping back into old ways of thinking, actually, you know, I've done enough. I, I do enough in the church right now. I do, I do enough. Actually, no, no, that... that that, what about that person? They, they don't really do much. Actually, no. 
This is, this is not Christ's thinking. This is not how Christ thought of us. This is not how Christ treats us. Every time we sin, he doesn't go, oh, well, I don't, uh, this one is a bit of a rotten egg now. Like, no, he, he, he treats us with honour um, over and over again on the cross for us. Um, and there's, and it's, it's a sense that when you start thinking that a person has done something in the church, like a lot of our words, we don't realise them sometimes, but they can be so powerful to break down somebody, whether or not they actually hear us. And it brings negativity to a culture where actually honouring is just positive and brings us together. And, and if you've caught yourself saying this, actually, I've, I've done it, I, like, I used an example this morning. I've been on set up this morning, set up the church. I was also, I was also, you know, on the welcome team or the band or the this or the that. And, you know, someone asks you to do something in the morning. Oh, we haven't got anyone to give notices. Do you mind doing the notices? Well, actually, I've done the setup. I've done the band. I've done whatever else. Someone else has turned to do that. That is not the culture we're going to be. That is not culture. Yeah. That's almost like saying, I've done enough, let someone else do it. And that almost says, actually, I'm in higher honour right now than that person. And that is not what we're about as the body of Christ. And because of what Christ has done for us, and we see in Philippians 2.3, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. There it is, back again. It's almost like elevate everyone above yourself, then you can't go wrong. You can't, you can't look at someone and go, oh, actually, I've done enough more than them. Because, because going back to, we're all different parts of this body. We, we, you know, like I said at the beginning, someone coming into this church, maybe that is their act of worship for this body. That is what they can do for this body compared to someone else who, who is maybe an elder or, a, or standing in front in a, in a more prominent position. Actually, you know, we deserve honour equally. And it even, says, it even says in the Corinthians passage that people who, uh, who you may think about that are like that actually deserve greater honour. How twisted is that on sometimes our thinking of how we think about honour in, in life when actually the church is different to the way the world thinks about honouring people. Like the, the, the Queen's Christmas honours are all like famous people but, uh, or people that have done something of worthy of honour. But anyway, I'll leave that point. Uh, <laughs> we'll get, get on because time is, is going. And also Romans 12, 3, in the passage that we've already read, it says, for the for by, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think with th- sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So, yeah, it's again saying, you know, we honour everyone. There is no one here that you can, that maybe have wronged you or hurt you or done anything to you that you may think actually they're not worthy of honour. It may be a partner or a or a, or a friend that's done something to you, or, or made a choice that you haven't agreed with, and you think, well, actually, they made that choice then, I don't need to honour them as much as I, you know, or as this other person, actually, no. Those things, honour is about looking at the good and just leaving those things aside. And it's, it's a sense that I want to get you to, if you, if you can only go away with one thing, the word outdo... You know, it's, you can never reach a level where you've outdone someone else in the sense that 
when someone's outdone, you can always be outdone and outdone and outdone. And to prefer others means you can always prefer somebody. You can always think of someone more than yourself. But there are so many people here to think more than yourself. So you'll get lost in preferring others and you'll get lost in outdoing others because when you do, you'll realise that actually you get honoured. You, you can't not get honoured. If everyone's honouring, then it's, it's like in marriage. If, you were, if you're giving, uh, that you, you're, you're getting back. You know, there's this sense that actually, if, if it's all about you, actually you'll be waiting a long time to get honoured. But if you are, everyone is honouring and just seeing little things in the church community that are worthy of honour, the grace that God has given us show on display. And you can, not just here, but just in community groups, in, in wherever else, you can just get alongside someone and just say, well done, that was amazing. amazing. Well done for coming to church this morning. I know how difficult it is for you. You know, those kind of things, like that can be so much more honouring than just the public style of things. Um, I'm just going to get onto the application, how we, how we apply these kind of things. I've kind of applied it already, lots of little bits, but it's a lot about our speech and my speech, and I have... I, yeah, so many times I've been drawn into thinking of myself highly, higher than someone else by saying all that choice that they made there wasn't that great. All that meeting didn't go that well because the person leading it, you know, they, I thought it was going to be about that. Or that prayer meeting, we only prayed for like five minutes, you know. How, how dishonouring is that to the person leading? How, you know, uh, those kind of words that you just come out and, you know, it can't do anything but affect but actually, we should be honouring, we should be loving. Our words should be like clothed with love. Uh, as Christ honours us, we honour with, with the things we do. And yes, there is a, is a time for getting alongside someone and supporting them if, if something hasn't gone well or that kind of thing. But it's not just to throw out comments like we can do um, so easily sometimes. Um, and, yeah. And things like... Honour comes in the form of like a lot, a lot of its words, but also its, its actions as well. How, how, um, how do we honour pe- leaders? If someone says, I really want uh, people to come along to a prayer meeting, I know Matt touched on it in his talk, you know, how is it honouring to, to, to just to try and outdo people, you know, to prefer to go, actually, I've got this thing, but it's, not, you know, it's only half an hour prayer meeting or, uh, or an hour's prayer meeting. I'm, I'm going to go to that, actually. Getting that mindset that not, oh, actually, I went last week and the week before and the week before that, so it means actually I'm probably due a week off the prayer meeting this week or kind of thing. Actually, no. If if we're starting to get into an outdoing mentality, an outdoing culture, outdoing of honouring one another, leap at the chance. Obviously, there's occasions where you've you've actually got something else on um, that you have to do, but I'm not talking about that. It's the sense that, actually, I'd rather just sit here and sit at home and watch... Well, actually sleep probably or whatever it is um, also other things that we can do community group leaders do you know how honoring it is when someone comes to you as a community group leader and says i really really want to host it this week or i really really want to um, um to bring the word or i want to lead worship or i want to bring a pudding as in our group pudding is a common uh thing that people bring and it's like, it's actually getting there first, like preferring, actually, I want to honour this person, I want to honour this group with my cooking, or I want to honour with my um, bringing something, bringing a word or a contribution, or praying about a meeting like this beforehand, and actually going, oh, I know we do this, and I'm not saying we don't, but 
just going, everyone, just the microphone is like, everyone's going, no, actually, we've got to stop now, like in Corinthians, you know, actually, guys, we've had like 15 contributions this morning. They're all being, you know, we, almost like trying to out, not outdoing the sense of like, I've got a better one than you, like I, I'm going to go on longer or whatever, or mine's more powerful or that kind of thing. But actually, it's like the sense of actually eagerness to, to honour everyone and encourage one another. Um, And one thing, I didn't, I didn't speak to you, Rose, beforehand, um, so I hope this honours you. But there's so many unseen things that are worthy of honour in this, in this building and, and in the things that we do. And my wife, Louise, she, she heads up a cornerstone. It's, um, it's a debt advice and debt counselling and debt, kind of that whole, all, those, all that comes into that. And these things kind of don't get seen that much. We don't talk about it that much up here. But the time that people put into these kind of things is worthy of honour. And, and, and there could, I could say that about lots of things. I could raise lots of different things within the church, but just, I just want to feel like, like honour things like Rose and your, your Louis said, you, you got in from work, but you didn't get in from work. You came straight to, to, to Cornerstone Debt Advice. You spent two hours there doing whatever. Then the prayer meeting after it, and then you thought, it's dinner time now. I've got to go and have my dinner. It's like things like that. You know, you want to honour people like Rose. And you want, I, I know I'm embarrassing Rose, I do apologize. <laughs> but it's worthy of honour, you know. And there's so many things like that. Just think, think about things, think about people and all kinds of things that we do in this church. That is where we build this culture and it just keeps on, you, you can't outdo, you can't keep, you can't prefer enough others than yourself. And... That, that, is the, that is the culture that we want to see more and more of as we continue. And this isn't the last you've heard of all of these vision and values. It's not like, right, we've finished now. We are a people of honour. We're a culture of all these things, generosity. It's, it's going to be continual. And you'll hear these words over and over again. And let, it just, let them just seep into you um, so that you can't help but honour people. You can't help but be generous. You can't help but um, be a people of integrity. And you can't help but be, I'm forgetting, courageous, like last week. So I was at work last week. I did listen to a bit of it. And it's just, yeah, just let this be who we are. And, what, and the future of, um, this is the last kind of section, if you're writing notes. The future, what do we see? Uh, a spreading honour of uh, culture of honour in our church will spread to our work. It will spread to our families. It can't do anything but, but it's, it can start here, but it, it can't, you can't, you can't, your culture of honour here gets outside, and, and we, we, we won't be able to, to stop preferring others and ourselves, we, if we, the more we think about it, the more we start doing it, the more we start enjoying doing it, and trying to outdo one another, and our community will appear more like Christ, it will appear more um, like the Christ who was dishonoured for to make us honoured. And people who come into this building, who come into our community groups, who interact with us at work and mums groups and everything we do, with these culture traits just stirring up, people talking about it, people being reminded of it, it can't help but get, draw people into a community that is of God and rooted in Christ and his, his dishonourable act that was honourable for us to make us honourable. And it's 
let's just keep outdoing. And if, you just, if you're not writing notes and you just want to start writing notes, they just write on a big bit of paper, outdo. Or if you don't like that word, prefer. Because those are the two words that I just want to say. They, this is who I want, I want me to be. You know, this is what I want me to be. This is what I want everyone to be. So let us continue. <laughs>